And now, a man who got not one, but two shout-outs from Donald Trump on Saturday night at Cipriani Wall Street. He's Sid Rosenberg. You know that, Sid, right? There is a slight difference. If you want, we can talk about it, but let's not bore the audience. And this... I could be indictment-proof right now. I don't think they can do it, Sid. I don't think they can do it. Is Sid and Friends in the Morning. So Justin tells Judge Janine to call in at 9.10, when, of course, it's never 9.10, it's 9.15. Happy birthday, Frank Sinatra. White Christmas, Frank Sinatra, his birthday. Today would have been 107. <laughs> That's actually true. So Janine is on Sundays, does a tremendous show. She's the star of the five. I love Jesse, I love Brian, but as far as I'm concerned, the most talented television person Fox News has is Janine Pirro. And here she is, a great judge. Good morning, Janine. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I am uh, fantastic. I missed you on Saturday night. You should have been there at I my know, table. I know. It's, it, I'll tell you, I would have been there with the bells on, but I couldn't make it in any event. Uh, yeah, you know I love you, and I love Donald, and uh, I'll be the next one. Actually, I'll whenever the next one is, I'll be there. Well, we're going to go together. We're going to go to Mar-a-Lago, February the 16th. So you want to you want to go to Florida anyway, so, and so do I. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm in Florida. I'm in Florida for the holiday, too. I'm looking forward to it. Are you going to Boca? Uh, I'll be in Boca and Palm Beach primarily, but in oh, Boca. You. You're yeah. the best. Go see our friend yeah. Peter Kramer at Mateos. So listen, everybody's talking about these uh, universities, and uh, Pennsylvania did get rid of their president. It's all about money. They don't care about the Jews, but it was about money. I guess Harvard wasn't about to lose as much money because they're keeping their president. How despicable is that, Janine? Well, I'll tell you, it, it, is, it is not only despicable, but it tells you about the moral uh, rot in our universities. Penn at least got rid of McGill, uh, and, you know, there was a real fight over that. I understand that Harvard is losing about a billion dollars, and they don't care. They don't care because they've gotten so much money, so much in an endowment, that it matters not to them that there are all kinds of accusations of plagiarism, a long pattern of plagiarism by Claudine Gay. Nobody seems to care that she couldn't condemn uh, outright anti-Semitism, uh, and that she doesn't seem to understand the code of conduct and what it is at Harvard University or the pain or the fear that Jewish students are going through as they are on campus spending a fortune to be so-called educated. But you see, to me, this is just the icing on the cake. We have seen the indoctrination of our children now from uh, middle school to high school and now in the universities, which is why we have so many woke CEOs in this country. They have actually come out of these universities, and they have no moral core, and there's a moral rot in these universities. Let Harvard keep Claudine Gay, and what they have done is they've ruined their own reputation. Harvard was once considered the elite, the epitome, the top. You know, if you go to Harvard, you must be a genius. No, if you go to Harvard right now, you're part of the woke progressive (laughs) left that doesn't understand the difference between right and wrong. And you know what? There are lawsuits coming, uh, Sid, and these lawsuits will maybe set the university straight in terms of their uh, bigotry and their anti-Semitism. Because make no mistake, these universities, they can call themselves private. But they get all kinds of um, uh, federal uh, contract monies. They get all kinds of tax benefits. They get all kinds of, uh, of federal grants. So you know, when that ends, when that stops, then they'll start to see, along with the lawsuits, that they have violated 
uh, the federal civil rights act of those students, and they have come in and supported it, and they're going to lose some of that endowment, I predict. I agree. And by the way, these kids coming out of Harvard can't be all that bright because, if you don't know this already, former Mayor Bill de Blasio actually teaches a class. That's my case. <laughs> there you go. I do want to talk. Uh, you said uh, earlier the, I love you and I love Donald Trump, and I appreciate that, and I do too. Uh, look, I could not have predicted this. You know, all these indictments, all these issues, I've stuck behind Trump. I said he would win the primary all along. It's never been competitive, this nonsense, that the media continues to, to keep Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis in the game. It is over. It's been over. I told Steve Bannon yesterday, and he agreed. It was over the day Donald Trump stepped foot in East Palestine, Ohio. That was it. But now I could not predict what's going to happen maybe in the GE, where numbers this week have Trump winning in Georgia and Michigan. He lost those states in 2020. Your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are are pretty clear. I think that Americans have seen what a progressive, woke, incompetent, uh, cognitively uh, uh, declining president can do in this country. And if anybody keeps telling me, look at what Joe Biden has done, I mean, I'll just refer you to my own book, and that is Crimes uh, Against America and the Less Takedown of Our Republic. Great book. Joe Biden has single-handedly taken down everything that Donald Trump built up. And people understand that Donald Trump is a president who's going to get things done. I mean, every metric was up. But I think the most significant thing is that when Donald Trump was president, nobody dared make a move on the international stage. You know, when there were chemical weapons used against children in Syria, there was a strategic strike by Donald Trump in Syria to destroy those uh, weapons, the chemical weapons factories. End of the story. Right now, what you've got is well over 100 American troops are injured in Iraq and Syria, many of them suffering traumatic brain injuries, which is a lifelong injury. And Joe Biden is just, you know, licking his ice cream and just, you know, plopping along, you know, saying, do I have to be up now? I want to go back to bed. And, you know, while Americans are being injured, not just physically. But 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 in on the world stage, people say, hey, you can push America back 100 times. And we, if Donald Trump were president, you wouldn't touch a hair on an American troop's head without getting a response. Joe Biden is the reason that people realize that Donald Trump was the best president that we had. You know, when when Obama was president, they went in and took Crimea. They annexed Crimea. Nobody said anything. And Zelensky uh, is now at this this never-ending war in Ukraine. We spent over $113 billion. Ridiculous. And and we're calling on a ceasefire uh, of Israel. Give me a break. And right now, Donald Trump is the man who will change all that. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Well, you said it so well. I've been arguing with Peter King for the better part of a year about enough money to Ukraine and Matt Gates happened to be at this dinner on Saturday night, and he was yelling about the same thing. I know Zelensky is here today. I'm so sick of Zelensky. I really am. I'm sick of him. I don't trust him anyway. I don't trust him. I don't trust his government. I don't trust his country. I certainly don't trust his wife. 
So to me, this has been you mean uh, the wife who spent one hundred and fifty thousand at Cartier the last yes, time the U.S. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, Give that's her. Right. So this uh, this is not money well spent. It's enough already. And you're right. God forbid we should give it back to uh, to Israel. So look, that that's that's a story on Biden. Yet there are some people. I'll let you run right after this that claim he's doing a good job in Israel. And when I say all the reasons why he's not, you know what they say? Well, at least he's better than Obama. Obama really hated the Jews. I don't think Biden does. That's your answer. Really? Look, Biden has already made clear that, you know, public opinion may change against Israel, which means that he's getting political pressure to move left. And as he wants to move left, what he's doing is he's funding Iran. He is continuing to allow Iran to sell oil on the international oil market. And so on the one hand, he's saying, uh, you know, uh, what's happening by Hamas is bad. But I'm going to continue to allow Iran to make money so they can fund the Houthis to attack our servicemen and all the proxies. And, you know, what has happened as a result of that is it's a schizophrenic approach to uh, the war in, in Israel. And, you know, since when does America tell Israel when they can and cannot fight? Right. The horrors that were inflicted on October 7th. And Joe Biden, you're going to stumble along and tell us how we should run a war while you are funding the war in Ukraine. And, and you know what? I was in favor of giving money to Ukraine. You know, we don't want to see tanks on the, on, the, in, on the European planes. It's reminiscent of World War II. But what we've got is an attempt to exterminate the Jewish people. And if we don't stand up and say enough, that from the beginning of time, the Jews have been the people who have been exterminated, people have wanted to kill. Somebody give me a reason. I mean, there are no reasons. And Joe Biden is the epitome of the schizophrenic approach. He's going to lose. And, and going back to Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, they can fight all they want. They don't matter. It's game over. Donald Trump is the candidate. And I don't care what Jack Smith wants to do. I don't care if the United States Supreme Court that usually shies away from politics. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to have this, uh, you know, immediate uh, uh, hearing where they've got to respond before Christmas time on the issue of presidential immunity with unusual speed so that we can get Donald Trump tried and convicted before the election. The American people see through it. They've seen through it from the get go. And it's not going to matter. And, you know, I've said on the five before, Donald Trump is going to get the biggest percentage of the black vote in this country, bigger than any other Republican has, because they can see through this in a way that a lot of us can't see. Bill O'Reilly told me that Trump's likely VP choice is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Mm. Steve, Steve Bannon told me yesterday he liked the name Tulsi Gabbard. After that last two-minute rant by you, Judge Deneen, I want you to be Trump's VP. Do you want the gig? <laughs> no, I don't want the gig. But let me tell you this. What, what Donald Trump needs is someone who can continue to work and do and implement his policies. Unfortunately, you know, we have seen now what a bad vice president could do. Kamala Harris is a joke. And I say this. Not because I like her politics or I don't like her politics. I wanted Kamala Harris to succeed. I wanted a woman up there where young girls could look up and say, I want to be her. I want to be the vice president. I wanted her to be on top of women's issues. I wanted her to be on top of all of these 
issues that have come across her desk that she simply ignores and giggles her way through. She is an embarrassment, not just to the Democrat Party. She is an embarrassment to women because it's about time we got a woman up there who can serve as a role model and show that, you know what, she can do everything that Fred Astaire can do, but she can do it in high heels and dance backwards. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I support, totally support a, a woman vice president and one who's competent and can get the job done. The mayor of San Francisco, Brown, thinks she does a pretty good job in high heels. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there, Sid. I'm not going. Of course you're not. Listen, you're a treasure. I swear, when you're on, it's the best 15 minutes of radio I do oh, all day. give me a break. I've been listening to you all morning. You say everybody's the best, but I love you, Sid. And listen, when you're in Boca, just you have my number. Uh, what I want is uh, I want to have dinner with you and Mateos, uh, okay? We'll go there and we'll make them all crazy, okay? I can't believe you just nailed me on the absolute truth. I do say that to a lot of people, but <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it with you. We're going to do it. We'll have dinner at Mateos, and you really are awesome. I love you. Thank you so well, much. Love you too, Sid. Say hi to Justin. I hi. will. Uh, Justin, how about that? I love you, John. I'm sorry. God. No, no. She, she's so, she, listen, she loves you. She's, she's great. I no, mean, I know, I know. I love God, you. God, she's, she's you know, the best. She's funny.